started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Hey, daddies. Uh, maybe that was a bit much. It's good. No, I liked it. <laughs> Hello, LGBT <laughs> community. Um, welcome to your favorite show, Seagulls Make Do. Uh, I'm your host, Alex. <laughs> and let me pull up my fucking notes, which have <laughs> gone missing. What? Okay. <laughs> Are your notes Pete? <laughs> my notes disappeared for the episode. I thought I saved them. don't you take your notes by hand i stopped i was like oh this makes more sense to do it on my phone (laughs) i mean i can i can like uh lead the episode if you want and you can remember what happened (laughs) okay so that's definitely leading the episode and i don't have a nickname so i'm fucking stupid Sorry. Okay. Um, well, I'm uh, Stephanie, and I just finished watching Homer Bound 3, Pete Hates Homewreckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on episode 40. Yeah, and I mean, this is the premium content you guys have paid for, apparently. Oh, right? I can't even believe it. I cannot believe it. Uh, it's it's pretty good content, I guess, because we're, we're like, we're less than halfway through the show now but you know we're, we're getting we're getting pretty far now like we're over halfway through season three which is pretty good mm-hmm. um it's all sort of we're like into i feel like the the best part of sex and the city you know mm, we're yeah. into the most iconic parts and that's really it's getting exciting you guys me yeah, I think so too. I'm really excited because uh, I mean I'm excited, but also I'm angry. So it's like a, it's a mix of emotions. It's kind of bittersweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I love it, but then I'm also mad, and I'm mad because of Carrie. But you know that's just how she is. Mm-hmm. Um, should we should we get into yeah, it? Let's get it? Let's get into it. So I mean, Carrie is with Aiden at the start of the episode, and so she's about to spend some girls' night with with the girls and uh <laughs> i don't know they're kind of like playfully talking about it and Anne's like what do you guys talk about boys uh and i don't know they have a just like a i guess it's supposed to be cute scene together before she kind of leaves yeah they're like <laughs> making out though they're like all over each other and i can't say i love it but i guess it's sure how passionate they are yeah, I don't really care for it, but I feel like I just can't possibly support them when Carrie is Little Miss Homewrecker, so it's, you know, <laughs> it, is it is disgusting. It is. Every time they're together, uh-huh. I feel upset for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm like, well, Aiden, you know what? Maybe you should just have Carrie go away, but forever instead of just for girls' night. She leaves, and then we get our first of these horny flashbacks, which... I really don't like the horny flashbacks. It's bad. Oh, we see like a belly button and like kissing. Like it's all like close-ups of body parts and horny saxophone. And it's Yeah, and there's just like <laughs> horny noises, like just like the <laughs> and it's like mm, I don't like that. It's bad. And it's with like a blue filter. It's 
disgusting. Uh, uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I just can't stop thinking about my night with Big and I feel so disgusting and horrible. I'm a bad person. Yeah, and, but like, but she remembers that she's so lucky because she has a boyfriend. And she, this is like, I think the first of like five times that she says she's really lucky she has a boyfriend who has all his hair. Um, <laughs> that's a kind of a common theme this episode. She Aiden has a lot of hair. Have you noticed that Aiden has a lot of hair? I have noticed it, but I definitely feel like John Corbett has lost a lot of hair since this was filmed. Oh, probably. I probably would too if I had been on the set for this show (laughs) and had to be a part of making it. Um, But yeah, and then Carrie, it's like Carrie completely forgets about it until she has these flashbacks and then she just makes like a dope, like a... She, yeah. like, makes a face and does, like, Home Alone. Oh, my God, I did that. I forgot. Carrie's <laughs> thing, she loves to smack her forehead. It's a really interesting character choice, I have to say. Yeah, I feel like it's the audience projecting onto her, like, that we want to do that. And so I don't know where it's coming from. No. Uh, then we go to the said party. And everyone's like, glammed up just to see their friends. I kind of love it. Like, when I go yeah. when I go hang out with my friends... Um, even as someone who likes to glam up, I'm not wearing, like, you know, little 70s disco outfits. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, I mean, I guess they're celebrating Sam's new play. Yeah, but it's just the four of them. It's just the four of them, yeah. And it's a pretty small thing. And, uh, yeah, Charlotte kind of is like, who knew you could find a place like this in the meatpacking district? Which, like, okay, so I that's, like, where Carrie's apartment is located in real life. And so, like, I was in that area. And it's, like... Miranda makes it sound like it's all dumpsters and like trash and stuff. It's like a nice area. Like it's still in Manhattan. It's it I don't know. I thought it was pretty nice, but I mean everywhere in Manhattan, like I guess I mean even in the nineties, New York was like pretty much like gentrified. Um at least Manhattan, I'm pretty sure. So I don't know. I mean, Charlotte's just a snob. I know. I mean, Charlotte loves gentrification. She does. She loves anything where there's like a lot of white people. That's really just her bag. Yeah. So she's ecstatic that Samantha's moved here to gentrify the neighborhood. Uh, and then, okay, Samantha starts talking about this DVD she ordered for them to watch later. And everyone's like, you ordered a DVD to your house? What? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> It's basically Postmates. Like, she's like, oh, you know, you can order anything. I've ordered food. I've ordered condoms. Uh Uh Uh-huh. And they came faster than the guy she used them with. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. And, well, like, they talk about how they all have it so great because they all have, like, these amazing apartments. They all have great jobs. They have great friends and great sex. And Charlotte, though, is just like, well, I don't know. Having it all to me really just means having someone special to share it with. So I didn't have it all until I had Trey. Mm. 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 (laughs) (laughs) This is, you know, when your friend gets a boyfriend or, I mean, I'm going to say boyfriend because I feel like this happens... I, I don't know. I've never had a friend get a girlfriend and be like, everything's perfect now. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it can happen. I just feel like it predominantly happens with boyfriends where you get a boyfriend, uh-huh. you're like, I'm kind of better than all of you because I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Or I just like, you know, my life wasn't complete with just my friends and yeah. I only am completed by this man. And also I'm just like not really going to hang out with my friends as much anymore because I have better things to do with my boyfriend hello friends i need to remind you all that i was not happy any of the times i was with you and i'm now only happy because someone is fucking me just wanted you guys (laughs) to know 
Like, oh, but, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Charlotte is not getting fucked. We we need to remember this. That's true. She's not getting fucked. Good for her. I feel like there's still hand stuff. Yeah, I feel like there probably is. This doesn't really get brought up again until, like, around the wedding time, I feel like. Because we kind of forget that they're not. Like, because that was a plot a while ago where, like, they were doing, like, minor stuff, but they hadn't fucked yet. But it hasn't been mentioned that they've fucked, and they have not. But then it becomes a whole thing because he can't get his dick hard. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I love it. He just needs to look in the mirror and realize that he's Kyle MacLachlan and be like, oh shit, now I can do it. Because it's just like American Psycho style, like looking at himself in the mirror when he's fucking her. Yeah, what else is going to make you hard? Like, <laughs> if it's not Kyle MacLachlan, then what is it? It's <laughs> a good point. Kyle, why don't MacLachlan? Uh-huh. I love it. And he does too. Um... <laughs> And, okay, so then Charlotte kind of mentions offhand that she's really excited for everyone to meet Trey's mom, who's so great. Like, uh, who's Trey's mom is great. I've never been excited for anyone to meet, to meet someone whose mom is, like, not mine. Yeah, I, I've never been like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you're going to totally love, like, my friend's mother. She's super cool. Like, no, I don't care. <laughs> and we've already seen Bunny, and we know she's not cool. She's not. She's really weird. I mean, she again. No. She has a bow in her hair, and she is like eighty. Yeah, and she has psychic mind control powers over her son. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. I do respect that. I I do respect that she uses her psychic powers to control a man. Yeah, but. maybe not your son. Maybe pick another man. There are plenty to choose yeah. from. Yeah true well i mean i don't know like if you had a son and you could like psychic mind control them to make sure that they only make decisions you want them to in life that could be better than the alternative of them like going off and making stupid decisions i do have a fear that like if i have a son he'll be evil Mm. like i'll train him to my best to be like hey be nice to women and then i'll find out he's a fucking incel and i'll have to throw him in a ditch You should. You have to. That's the thing is if your son is an incel, you have to be like, um, bye. And then you relocate in the secret service. Like you get them to move you and change your name and get like facial reconstruction so that you don't have to be associated with them anymore. Yeah. And I like my face. So I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's just unfair. Yeah. Yeah. So you got it. The ditch is the other route. So, (laughs) um, so everyone leaves except for Carrie, and so she hasn't told anyone t- about Big until now, and she decides it's just her and Samantha, so she's going to tell Samantha. She says that it's not an affair, it was just like a one-time thing, it's not going to happen again, and you know, don't tell the other girls, because they're going to hate it. Yeah, Samantha is so shitty, like her reaction is like, well, um... Uh, fuck it men do it all the time and i mean that's not an excuse there are a lot of things i will excuse because well men do it but cheating isn't one of them because there's not really much you can do to deserve being cheated on unless i mean you cheat first even then that's just kind of a shitty thing to do just break up with them yeah just break up with them i aiden hasn't done anything no like if if aiden was like you know emotionally or physically abusive to her and she was like there's no way for me to get out of this so i'm gonna cheat on you with someone who uh, i don't know this is just making up a situation that's like not even happening um <laughs> like that could maybe be an excuse to be like okay i'm fine with this but that's not happening aiden's like you know a normal guy and yeah i really do not like that 
Sam, she's not like egging her on, you know, she's not like, oh, fuck big again. You know, I love it when you fuck big. She doesn't say anything like that. But I think she can tell that Carrie's beating herself up over it. And she's just like, hey, you know, deal with it, which is kind of Samantha's, uh, you know, approach to life of just not feeling guilty over what you've done, just coming to terms with it and moving on. Uh, I kind of, I mean... Uh, the whole i think the issue with this storyline which unfortunately we will will be stuck with for a long time sorry everyone um (laughs) but the issue is like aiden doesn't have really any faults and like if he did it would make it interesting his only fault is that he's not big but then big doesn't Uh have redeeming qualities it's like if it had been gray like say aiden had been like kind of like he's really kind person but like maybe he's not very good in bed or maybe he sort of has a surface like he's a nice guy but he doesn't understand carrie completely and big understands her then i'm like okay well this is interesting um Uh but big is just a shitty person and Aiden is just really nice. And, like, neither of them... I mean, Aiden's still attractive. It's not even, like, Aiden's hot... Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense why she would mm-hmm. do this. Apart from Carrie is yeah. a bad person. Uh-huh. Oh, no, Carrie's just a garbage woman. And yeah. that makes it sound bad because it makes it sound like like if you're a garbage woman, then you're a bad person when you're actually you're, like, a hero. Um <laughs> Not someone who takes the garbage, but someone who is the garbage. So Carrie is the garbage that gets taken out by the hero garbage woman. Yeah, if you, I mean, I'm not a garbage woman in a professional sense. I mean, I am kind of disgusting, but like not to Carrie's <laughs> level. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, and but sanitation yeah. workers deserve medals. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah, no, Carrie deserves to get an anti medal. Um, <laughs> she's really bad. She and then she mentions again how Aiden is so great who has all his hair he has all of his hair uh like he's big bold um no <laughs> big has lots of hair too big has lots of hair but he has less hair than aiden well aiden just has longer hair like he doesn't have more hair he has longer hair. yeah that's a good point um it's hard to say but <laughs> samantha is basically just like well he hasn't said i love you yet which means you're a free agent still which is also horseshit because like what is this like the age of going steady and being like until we say we're exclusive we don't have to be exclusive like pretty sure that they expect each other to be exclusive at this point yeah like this is a thing that gets like not i love you but like okay we've agreed to be exclusive now they're definitely saying boyfriend and girlfriend so that's exclusive yeah in my books. that's exclusive to yeah. me yeah same and carrie even says like she doesn't want to be a free agent she doesn't want that and you know she 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 even like basically says there is has to be something wrong with me for wanting this because aiden is like it literally makes absolutely no sense for me to want this when aiden is giving me everything i could possibly need and loves me and big is you know like something i found at the bottom of <laughs> you know the toilet <laughs> So, <laughs> Big crawled out of the fucking Mariana Trench. Like, he's the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> he is. He's bad. I don't like him. No. They should call him Mr. Bad instead of Mr. Big. Oh, true. Um, and because he is the big bad of Sex and the City, <gasps> if you think about it. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. He's the Cersei Lannister of Sex and City. He's big as the first evil. <laughs> he's the final boss, just like Cersei Lannister. <laughs> 
and he's pregnant and they have to kill her um they have to kill him oh the valon car is gonna yeah wrap his hands around her throat his throat yeah that's miranda miranda's the valon car in this yeah miranda is the aria stark of uh, (laughs) of the show yeah she's she's great (laughs) and uh so carrie is just like do you want you don't want to judge me even a little bit and samantha like like, this is kind of nice but also i hate it because she says that's not my style which is like on one hand it's like that would be nice to say to some to a situation that didn't suck like this like having friends who support you no matter what but like it's not supporting your friend if you're like enabling them to do really shitty things like no i guess i mean like in samantha's character but then i mean we'll get to when samantha gets cheated on yeah so <laughs> we'll get to when that happens in the future and her reaction to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's not great. It isn't. Well, it's no. great. It's it's great, but it's just like it's it's different from what she's basically saying here. And like I I don't know. I feel like sometimes friends don't realize that like friends who support you unconditionally no matter what decisions you make aren't actually the best friends that you have. Like your friends should tell you when you're being a jackass. Yeah, or if like you know, you're doing heroin, your friend should be like, "Hey, um maybe <laughs> don't maybe we should go to like a rehab clinic like you know how when you're at a nightclub or something and your friends had too many drinks you go all right let's go home like we'll get oh you want a lemonade oh sure i'll get you lemonade and vodka and then you just get a lemonade yeah yeah sometimes you do just gotta kind of like give your friends what they actually need instead of just being like it's fine no matter what you do i love you sweetie (laughs) no if you give yourself alcohol poisoning that's fine because i love you and i'm your friend like no take me home and shower me off and put me to bed Mm -hmm. yeah samantha is she's supposed she's getting written as if she's supposed to be just like the world's best friend in this scene and it's like (laughs) (laughs) i love when one of us squeaks yeah that's just what the show makes me do it makes me squeak a little bit yeah um and then okay then samantha wakes up the next morning and she has the flu somewhere out of nowhere uh, this doesn't make any so like her she's got these like huge windows in her new apartment and the only thing covering them up is like like really thin curtains which cannot relate i need to have blackout or bust and she they've like broken she can't get them back up again and obviously she's ill and it's like a whole thing (laughs) i don't i don't understand why like if they were thick curtains maybe but they are literally like (laughs) muslin yeah i don't know what the difference is she because because like the half the plot of her this week is because she has the flu she's like trying to call all these different guys to help her out to get her curtains back up um but none of the guys want to actually help her they only want to fuck her because that's you know what she's talked to them in the past about before is having sex that's her thing (laughs) and that's it and yeah she calls one guy and and he just wants to like hook up with her and she says that she can hardly blow her nose let alone you which is good but then he just hangs up and and yeah so she doesn't no dice she's not getting her curtains back up because you know she's sick she can't do it herself yeah and then so that's it for samantha for now and then we go to charlotte doing like this bridal registry shit with trey and like i guess she just wants this like 
really expensive stuff. Like, she wants these really expensive plates, and Trey's just like, well, they'll they'll look really nice under the ramen noodles we'll be forced to eat when we spend all our money on these goddamn plates. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, when isn't a registry, like, people buy you stuff? Yeah, that's a good question. Because, okay, because they do say registry. Yeah. When, like, Carrie's voiceover says registry. Yeah, but it seems like she's actually picking stuff out for the wedding. And, like, either for the wedding or, like, for where they're going to live. And it's, yeah, you buy your own. Like, hello, please buy me a, a, I don't know. I've I've never Uh planned a wedding, so I'm not sure on the matters. But, yeah, it does seem strange, but whatever. You know, he's like, oh, I love you. Don't make that face at me. And she's like, oh, this is, this is a great bit. Um, (laughs) So... She's like, okay, have you got the the list for the engagement party of everyone you want to invite? And he's like, yeah. And he hands it over to her. And then, like, he also conveniently has the prenup, which is wrapped up, like, (laughs) in the note. And she's like, mm-hmm. what's this? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's a prenuptial agreement. All the McDougals do it. Don't worry about it. Have your lawyer look it over. Like, he's very, you know, lackadaisical about the whole thing. And she is in pieces. Yeah, Charlotte looks like she's going to throw the plate on the floor. And, like, she is so distressed. She's just like, I can't believe someone would want me to, you know, not just sign not sign this yeah i don't know she she looks very sad about it and then we cut to her having miranda look it over because you know of course miranda's her lawyer because miranda's a lawyer and uh miranda's basically just like this all looks pretty standard and normal and charlotte's like distressed because she's like this is so unromantic like i don't want to be thinking about divorce we're not even married yet and it's like Uh, He is a doctor. He does own a lot more than you do. So, yeah, so Miranda looks over the papers and is like, this is totally normal. And, like, it's, you know, it's pretty standard. Nothing looks weird about it. But Charlotte's kind of like, it's so romantic, though. And I'm already thinking about divorce when we're not even married yet. And I hate it. And Miranda's kind of just like, okay, but, like, I wouldn't get married without a prenup. Blake. Also, just like Trey has way more than she does. Like, he's a doctor. It's like, I feel like it's. Uh, yeah, he's a doctor from like a very rich family. And uh-huh. I don't know, it just seems strange to me that she's making such a big deal out of it. I feel like, and maybe nowadays, prenups are just such like a common occurrence, at least when one of you either has a lot more assets than the other or you're both financially like really independent from one another, which I mean, I, I don't think it's weird. Like, the weirdest thing about this prenup to me is that she gets, like, bonus for having a boy. Yeah, that is fucked up. Because it's like, okay, so the when Miranda gets down to the nitty-gritty, it's basically just like, okay, so for every five years you're married, you get a percentage of 500k, and that's over 30 years. And then if she has any boys, she gets another $100,000. Mm-hmm. So, but then nothing for girls. So girls are worth nothing in the McDougal family. Girls are worthless. Remember that. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And Charlotte's like, I'm only worth $500,000. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of money still. Girls are worthless. And Charlotte's only worth $500,000. But that, so that's every five years, right, as well? Yeah. It's every five years she gets a certain percentage of $500,000. Oh, that's bullshit. Then, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. I don't know. Charlotte hates it. But also she just, like, thinks it's not even so much. I mean, it's partly about how much she's worth. But also it's just that she thinks it's really like, like there's no romance in 
the idea of like thinking about the f- possibility that they could get divorced, even though like the girls talk about how you know like fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. And Sean is like, oh, I don't want to hear about that. She basically puts her hands over her ears and goes la 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 la. And it's like Charlotte, like just I don't know, like it's it's a shitty prenup, but like at the same time, it's like. I don't know. If if you're not expecting anything to go wrong anyway, then I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, Miranda points out that it's normal for prenups to sort of go back and forth for a bit anyway. So, like, she can probably get a good deal out of the whole thing. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does talk about negotiating. She can negotiate. And then, mm-hmm. so this is, like, this is so... um forced but like these guys behind the girls stand up and one of them's like (laughs) this is just so weird and he's like oh miranda i see in the new york office that you're working through lunch and then she's like oh this is george and he's from the chicago like branch of our firm and he's in new york for a bit and you know they they're flying and then he leaves and she's like oh we're going on a day like it's just weird why would he be there like i guess maybe it's meant to be like like maybe it's in a restaurant near where she works and like that's why a lot of the lawyers are there but i think it's because new york is such a small city (laughs) that it's just a coincidence that he was in the city and they ended up at the same restaurant at the same time yeah of course i think yeah i think that's what it is and I I didn't even write his name down because I was like, you seem unimportant to me. No, I had to I had to look at IMDb and like apparently I mean this guy was in eighth grade. I ain't seen eighth grade and I'm not gonna. I can't be bothered. But I didn't see it either. No, he's he's been in a lot of stuff and I believe he was credited as George, so Okay. Well good for George. So Good for George. Yeah, and then okay, so Carrie is now like Oh, right. Did we mention at some point that Aiden is, like, gone? Okay, so Aiden is, like, in Pennsylvania or something for, like, two days. He's gone for, like, two days. I think he's gone to Philly, yeah. His whole thing... Okay, so he's dropping off, like, a chair the third customer which in his own pickup truck i'm like Mm -hmm. how do you drive i imagine it's quite a ways and especially if you have to stay for the weekend i'm like uh, he's doing all this himself yeah doesn't he can't just like fedex it Uh, you'd think but it's aiden so you know (sighs) he's got to do everything with his own hands like he has to carry it there himself i I imagine he even made his own nails. Like, he smelted them down. He chopped down a tree to build the fucking chair, and he killed the cow to make the leather. Like... Yeah. (laughs) He's a very handsy guy. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, but Carrie is, like, distressed because him being away means that she can't be with him, which means that her brain is just... Well, I mean, she doesn't have a brain, but means (laughs) her... Her single brain cell is just, like, bouncing around her head, being like, I can't stop thinking about Big. So she, like, does everything in her apartment that she can do. She, like, organizes all her shoes. She, like, defrosts her fridge. She breaks into her cigarette stash. And then she starts, you know, starting to wonder. She starts to wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. (laughs) I couldn't help but wonder, you know, are we too spoiled by our choices that we just can't make decisions like can we really have it all as samantha said and i mean <laughs> it's so she goes big on this question this week this is, this is a pretty broad question can you have it all i yeah i mean i don't think we can really answer this one like 
still trying to find that one out. Yeah. I'm guessing the answer is no, unless you're rich and you can have like nannies and people and your job doesn't really matter too much, but like you're really passionate about it, but it doesn't pay your rent. You don't, you own a house, so you don't have to pay rent. <laughs> you can have more than other people. I don't know. Like, I mean, because having it all means that you've got all the physical things that you need like a job and a house and stuff but it also means you've got like all the people you need and the relationships you need and it means you're always happy kind of which is impossible so (laughs) i think by the human condition you kind of just want more and more and more anyway yeah and so i think she doesn't even really answer her question this week she kind of poses it and then like never readdresses it again Uh but as usual yeah (laughs) But, I mean, she does try to have it all. We do see that she has it all. Yes. Uh, and then she, this is when she calls big, right? Yeah, it's like two hours later and she's done everything she can possibly do in her apartment. And she's just like, she calls him and she's just like, we need to talk about what happened. Because, you know, it was just physical. Like, it's not going to happen again. Like, you have a wife. And, um, and then Big's like, okay, but it was pretty fucking amazing, right? Oh, uh, my dick is like really big, right? Like, just, uh, yeah. He's, like, in the back of his personal car with his personal driver and talking on his phone, just being like, mm, it was fucking good. <laughs> and <laughs> Are you, like, you, like, totally came because, like, I you moaned and that means that, like, you had an orgasm. So, uh, I'm really uh-huh. fucking, like, good in bed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's really good at it. It was fucking amazing. And she says, we need to rise above our urges. Uh, and then it basically just smash cuts to them in bed together in her apartment. And I hate it a lot. I hate it. And then Big is like, because Big is a horrible person. He's like, oh, we're only, we're only fucking hotels because the sheets smell of him. And I'm like, okay, dude, shut up. Like, he says, you know, oh, it smells like uh, wood chips and packer barn. And then, of course, Carrie's like, oh, he doesn't wear cologne. Or maybe he should. <laughs> i hate big so much i I hate uh, yeah and they're like smoking in her bed aren't they which like is like how is ada not gonna notice that when he like there's no way you can smoke in your house and just have the smell not be there like two days later but no i mean like maybe if she really like ventilated her apartment and you know cleared like cleaned everything and was like okay you know i'm gonna i'm gonna wash like the sheets which she doesn't i love this yeah she's dumb so (laughs) (laughs) um, and then okay so then miranda's out with the lawyer guy george and they're being nasty in her hallway they're kissing and um oh yeah this is where i thought his dick was out it was great yeah he yeah could you imagine if he just had his dick out in her hallway of her apartment building (laughs) just like um, I don't know, this is kind of a dumb scene, because he's basically like, well, if I wasn't going back to Chicago, I'd try to sleep with you, and Miranda's like, well, I'm drunk, so I'd probably let you, which is like, Ew. And then they decide that they're gonna do phone stuff later, and that's it. I don't get, like, is his, his flight isn't till the next morning, right? He says he has an 11am flight, and I mean, when, you know, he wants to get to the airport early, so I mean, I guess, 11am... Like- <laughs> That's not an early flight. Why <laughs> why schedule a date the day like before your flight? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me, but at the same time I'm like whatever, I don't want 
you <laughs> boning Miranda anyway, so bye. No, true. But, uh, yeah, so basically, like, the next day, like, he phones Miranda, and they don't immediately go into phone sex. They talk for a couple of hours, and it's just, like, you know, regular stuff. And then he's like, well, what are you wearing? Mm. Yeah, phone sex is so awkward to me, but... Oh, I hate it. Like, I'm... Uh, yeah. It's, it, it's not pour moi, but I don't really have anything against it. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It's like, phone sex and sexting are kind of like the same thing to me where I'm just like... I mean, that's... There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like, it just seems so awkward and forced and like mm. not sexy to me. So I'm like, I mean, yeah. But, you know, that's, it is what it is, but. I mean, I feel like with everyone who has phone sex, like, immediately, as soon as you actually see them, it's just, like, the most awkward thing in the entire universe, so. Yeah, that does seem kind of (laughs) awkward, but. You're like, oh, so, you're going to break my back, or? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I feel like you can talk a big talk. Mm, And not walk the wig. Not walk the wig walk? Um, I don't know. The wig walk? Big walk? Listen, I'm not good with words. I haven't heard that, but that's fine. She, but that's the thing is, he could be like, "I'm mowing your hay. I'm, I'm cutting that hay down real short." And then, but like, but then she could, but then he could in real life not do it. It's, I mean, mowing hay is easier said than done. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. we all know, like, we all know men talk big. Um, so I, uh, yeah, it's just weird, and like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's this, this, you know. We're all better writers than we are actors. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, pretty much. Well, Carrie does wash her sex sheets. She calls them sex sheets, but she slept in them for two days first. Two days. That's disgusting, and it definitely makes me think that like she wanted to like smell big. Like, it felt like a turn-on uh-huh. that she's sleeping in her sex sheets. Uh huh. Yeah, she loves it. She loves the sex sheets and. Uh, she, it's like, she doesn't even get them washed before Aiden gets home. She takes them off the bed and throws them in the hamper. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aiden gets home with Pete and he kisses her and Carrie's, like, so worried that he can smell big on her and then he's just like, Carrie, I realized something while I was gone. I love you, Carrie. And she says it back so now it's like what want he said i love you so now she can't sleep with big anymore otherwise she's breaking samantha's rule yeah otherwise what she gets struck by lightning like nothing has changed yeah no it's the exact same thing so but she says it back mm-hmm. yeah and then they start making out and she and they sort of moves to the bed and she's like there's no sheets she says it's such a girly voice yeah that's the first thing i thought when he picked her up i was like there's no sheets on her bed <laughs> and he's like fuck the sheets it doesn't matter because they she is carrie loves having sex on the floor so like what's the difference it's like the a bed with no sheets is like a floor that's soft kind of um uh, i would say that a floor like unless it's carpet i don't think carrie has carpet she, i think she has like hardwood or like lino or something and that's wipe that's wiped down yeah true otherwise your mattress is just gonna like get soaked with like cum forever because yeah. you can't put that in the wash yeah you can't wash a mattress mm. you can you can clean the floor yeah that's gross um and then okay so then miranda's having phone sex again she's she loves it she loves to have phone sex and then she's like getting really into it but then her second line beeps and it's charlotte and charlotte's just like yeah trey's mom won't negotiate uh on the prenup i guess and then uh miranda's like okay just hang on and then i was like waiting for miranda to be talking to charlotte and like switching between calls and just be like 
your dick's in my mouth. But then Charlotte's <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> but that never happens. That would have been so funny. But uh, anyway, this is this is some great acting. Because yeah, she's flipping like between them. And she's like, all right, your dick's in my mouth. Your dick's in my mouth. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. And then she basically just goes back to Charlotte and says, hey, can you call me back? Can I call you, like, tomorrow? I'm a little busy right now. And, well, before that, she's basically just, like, gives Charlotte the advice of just being like, okay, well, this tells us that the mom holds all the cards. And then that's it. And then she's like, okay, I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. And then, but then when she gets back to the guy, he's like, I just came and But ran. now we're gonna have to sort you out. <sighs> Disgusting. Gross. Um, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like the phrasing, really, of any of it. Uh-huh. I hate it. Yeah. Um. Then what happens? You tell me. I feel like I'm being told a story. Okay, so then Carrie is at Sam's apartment, and so she's making her cough syrup and Fanta over ice in the oh. blender, which... Yeah, she's making her lean. Uh-huh. This is lean, straight up. This is... Because I... It's, that, it's purple cough syrup, which... I don't know why in America cough syrup has codeine in it, but go off i suppose um (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it does in canada i don't think i don't think it does in canada i'm not sure i can't imagine it does but like that's always been the strangest thing to me like as someone who does take codeine for um pain relief i'm like i only take it when i'm like you know at an eight or a nine i've had a lot of colds and flus i've never been like oh do you know what I need? I need something that will put me to sleep for about eight hours. You need codeine when you have a cold. Yeah. I need it's opioids. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like a slushy. It does look kind of delicious. Um Uh-huh. Yeah. And Carrie's smoking still. Yeah, Carrie's smoking. Uh, Samantha she's, is- But she's on her bullshit. That's what it's- It's a metaphor for being on your bullshit. It's a metaphor, Hazel Grace. <laughs> they only heard if you light them. God, we need to get Brooks back. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Samantha has- This is some great sick acting, because I don't know about you, I am this dramatic every time I have so much as a stuffed nose. Uh-huh, Same. She's like, oh, you're not making it right. Because apparently this is like what her her mother used to make her when she was sick. Um, I guess so. Yeah. I think like being being ill when you're by yourself is oh, it's so horrible. It's like climbing a mountain. It's really bad. And it does suck. She Yeah, she really is just like completely alone. Like Carrie's the only person who comes to visit her or help her out. And Carrie's like, okay, this is the most valid Carrie is the entire episode. She like helps Samantha blow her nose and like, it's disgusting. <laughs> you don't need help to blow your nose, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I relate because yeah, if I have the cold, I act like I'm dying of consumption. Um, yeah, I yeah, and that is so, she's like all stuffed up, and I'm pretty sure she's not wearing like any makeup apart from maybe like some red to make her look a bit like sicker. And it's just, just I mean, I loved it. I thought it was good. Uh huh. And like Samantha is crying because she's like. It doesn't, you know, she's taking back everything she said before. She's like, I called all these guys. None of them helped me. Life doesn't mean jack shit unless you've got a man. Yeah, Carrie's voiceover basically says that, like, Samantha had turned into Charlotte mm-hmm. overnight <clears throat> by being sick. And cause Samantha says, like, men only want to hold your hand or fuck you. And, but she says fuck you, like, really, like, or fuck you. Like, she says it really, like... <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Carrie, her voiceover is just like, I'd slept with both types of guys in the last 48 hours. And we're like, we know and we hate you. 
<laughs> and then and Samantha's like, and the only ones that mean anything are the ones that want to hold your hand. And then Carrie's yeah. like, maybe I should listen to my friend. And then she doesn't. Yeah, no. And then we just warp speed jump to three days later where Samantha's like healthy again, like nothing ever happened. And they're at the, they're at like the, I guess the engagement party thing at this like uptown of, this uptown, I guess it's part of the McDougal. I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's their house, but it's like. It's like their clan. Like. Yeah. Like, I don't, rich people who have like a crest, like people who have like a family crest, like I fucking hate these people. They (laughs) always have like. I don't know, like a main house. They have like a patriarch and then they have like a big house and then everyone splits off into their little apartments or smaller houses. It's weird as fuck. Yeah, rich people are wild. They are. It's, yeah. <laughs> and they get to the party and like, I really hate it. Like I, I pasted a picture into the Discord of like how, of Carrie's hair. It's like as if she's trying to do like a Princess Leia type thing, but instead of the buns being symmetrical, one of them is like on the top of her head and one of them is like on the side of her head kind of. But like, I don't know. It looks really dumb. It looks I didn't so like it. Stupid. <laughs> it, and she's it, not valid. Yeah. She's a mouse. <laughs> Duh. Like <laughs> pretty much. You know when you have mouses? Uh-huh. Like if you wear mouses and then like after you move your head a couple of times, they kind of slip to the side. Like, it looks like that. She looks uh-huh. fucking rid- I cannot stress to you enough how stupid she looks. Yeah. She's, I think she's cosplaying as like, okay, so she's like Minnie Mouse, and then <laughs> Aiden is Mickey Mouse, the boy she's supposed to be fucking. And then Big is like goofy. I love, oh my God, okay. Goof Troop Theory. What uh-huh. if Max, what if his mother was Minnie and like <gasps> Minnie gave him up because like she was having an affair, like she did the whole thing where she was like, oh, Mickey, I'm going to have to leave and go to a spa for a bit. Bye. And then <laughs> she had Goofy's baby and like gave it to him. And then that's who Max's mother is. Oh my God. I love this headcanon. <laughs> It's really good. <laughs> I love the idea that Minnie is like raw dogging Goofy. It's, I don't love the idea of it, but I do love that it's just, you know, like a mystery that didn't need to be solved, but we solved it anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we're detectives. We're the Nancy Drews uh-huh. of podcasting. Uh huh. Yeah. And we're solving all the most important cases. We're like my favorite Mickey Mouse, my favorite <laughs> Mickey Mouse murder. Yeah. Except for it's about affairs, yeah. We're much smarter. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we. I remember on that show they did have a loud cat, so it makes oh, sense. Oh, I love it. I, I will say that we're probably smarter than the My Favorite Murder people, but I will not, I, I don't think I can say that for Looker versus the other cat, um, um, but that's fine because Looker <laughs> doesn't need to be smart. We are smart because I feel like if we had an actual factual podcast, we would do research. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. No. The thing is, we don't. Listen, I do. I read at least more than one article when I do HKIP. I'm sorry to boast. Wow. (laughs) How do you have time to do that? Uh, We. uh the thing is this podcast is us using 10 percent of our brains like in that what is it bradley cooper movie well there's a bradley cooper music there's a, there's a scarlett johansson movie so one of us can be bradley one of us can be scarlett it's fine i don't want to be either true <laughs> i'm happy with only using 10 percent of my brain 
I wish I could use fucking zero percent of my brain. That's what I do most <sighs> of the time. True, but then we would be Carrie, so we have to use a little bit. Um, so this party is entirely wasps. They even say that Miranda says it's entirely wasps, and they Charlotte and Trey show up, and Trey introduces the girls to Bunny, and Bunny's just like being her kooky self. Uh, yeah, just a just a wild, goofy older lady. She's like, oh, you need to keep the the guests out of the maids' room. We have maids because <laughs> we're rich and white. And they have rooms in our house. Oh, they do. She says there are pictures of her, like, I guess, rowing. And she's like, they're embarrassing. I don't want anyone to see. Why would that? Imagine being a maid for, like, some rich, like, old white people. And then they have, like, pictures of themselves in your room. I would murder them i would legit (laughs) murder them and take all their money but i mean that's the only thing that's important is like you get a maid and then they're now part of your family well okay they they're like now like okay this family is the only thing i know but they're also still not a part of your family because you can't let the maid be part of your family because you're rich right and so you can't let the poor people the poorer people be part of your family we can't let poor people into our family because that would be disgusting and you know they probably believe in eugenics and all that shit i hate these people <laughs> yeah i hate them too they're bad i don't like bunny and trey and bunny leave for something and charlotte is just like really anxious because she still hasn't shined the prenup and she's basically just like well no one cares about me she's she's that monkey who's <laughs> like i'm all alone nobody care me <laughs> oh <laughs> and trey doesn't say anything you know because like charlotte's like okay well trey just leaves everything to his mommy and he doesn't say anything because he's a big big old cuck baby red flag red flag Uh uh-huh just does everything his mommy wants which is bad and carrie's just like well i can't tell you what to do and she's like then we get her voiceover who's just like who am i to say anything i'm a terrible home rocker i shouldn't give anyone advice even though i write a column about (laughs) even though i have an advice column (laughs) Uh uh-huh and yeah miranda and all the girls are just like we can't tell you what to do we're useless and um so then charlotte approaches bunny alone and suddenly out of nowhere she goes from being anxious wreck to like cunning clever girl who's like I haven't signed the prenup I just I have a problem with it and Bunny's just like okay well it's pretty standard like look that's just how it is and Charlotte's like well we haven't finalized everything and if I backed out everything would be really pretty fucked up and weird because if I backed out then you know Trey would be sad well she doesn't even say Trey would be sad she's just like um so you know the the times Pete like the times like I don't know you know how they have like so and so got married whatever um Uh the announcements like that's gonna go out but trey's not gonna be married so people are gonna ask questions and you're gonna be embarrassed so i feel like i'm gonna break your son's heart just Uh you're gonna be embarrassed and yeah she just charlotte suddenly gets like this this like backbone out of nowhere yeah i was thinking she is she's the sansa stark you know she's she's the real player in the game of thrones i was just about to say charlotte's a slow learner but she learns yeah and yeah she yeah she's playing the game of thrones finally she's made it five seasons in and she's like i'm woman on top this is this is literally sansa and cersei Uh 
Yeah, even though last week we said she was Elena. <laughs> yeah, so this, <laughs> but, no, I mean, maybe this is like Marjorie yeah. and Cersei where she's like, I'm going to steal your son. Uh-huh, it pretty much is. And then when they get married, it's really, really kooky when Trey like starts choking and dies in Bunny's arms. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. And then like the weird like pedo who's been hanging around uh, <laughs> Charlotte the whole time is like, oh, hey, I'm back. Come on, let's go. It's good. It's yeah, good. they leave. It's a good show. Uh, Emmy. I can't. I can't keep straight who's Cersei and Sansa and Marjorie and Bunny and Charlotte and fucking. They're all the same. I, who knows? The, everyone's the same, and women be playing. Women are on top. Uh huh. That's the thing you got to know about women, and they love to be on top of other women. That's what's happening in this scene. Is Charlotte's like taking the stand against the other women, and they're. It's good. Mm-hmm. The, it's really good writing. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's really good character building. Charlotte, the bunny is then like, how much do you want? Because Charlotte negotiated flawlessly. And Charlotte says she's worth a million. I'm like, I don't really, I don't really understand how it jolted so fast from her being like, I don't want to sign a prenup because I don't want to get divorced. Like, I'm really offended that this was even given to me, blah, 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 to like, I just want a million. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's just, just, that's just it. Yeah. And she's and not, it's good. Like, assuming, because her whole thing is like, no, we're going to stay married. Like, I, this is the love of my life. She's not even going to get a million dollars if she divorces him. Yeah. Like, if they stay together the way she wants, she's never, she's not going to get that money because it's going to be their shared money. And like, you wouldn't divorce him after 30 years. Like, that doesn't make sense. You wouldn't divorce him when you're like fucking 60. The thing is, you can't think too hard about it. <laughs> Um, if you do, then you have problems. But if you if you kind of like squint and look at it, it makes sense. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's like a Jackson Pollock painting. It is, yeah. It's just like that, and <laughs> yeah. Charlotte returns to the girls, and she's just like so excited that she negotiated and signed the prenup. And then it's kind of just like since Charlotte's all happy and getting married, now it's just the three girls with no Charlotte anymore, and. Carrie's voiceover is just like, we didn't, we didn't have it all anymore because we didn't have Charlotte. And the three girls leave without her and they're like, this is so weird that Charlotte's not here. Even though they do stuff without Charlotte all the time. All the time. Like, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, I mean, I get it. But like, it would be sad if they actually did anything with it in the episode, but they don't. Yeah. Uh, Do you think, do you think people in like 2000 were like, oh my God, Charlotte's leaving the show? (laughs) (laughs) hard people thought about like serialized tv back then i don't know yeah i think they were just like time to turn on seinfeld and uh go to sleep yeah i don't know what rumors were like because like they had internet but it's not like they i don't know people were like asking jeeves like is kristen davis leaving show and jeeves is like here are my results anyone can die (laughs) true anyone can die uh yeah And Carrie, then we go to Carrie in bed with Aiden in the morning and like in her brain, she's like, I feel like I'd given up an addiction, but then the phone rings and it's big. Oh, I hate him. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh-huh. I hate him too. He's bad. So he's like, come downstairs or I'm leaving. And she's, she does that thing where she's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Like she's talking to anyone. Um, and then she's like, she takes, she says to Aiden, she's going to take Pete for a walk. And she comes downstairs and she's like, what the fuck? 
Like, you can't just call me. Like, don't call my apartment. And yeah, she gives him shit, but she's also full of shit. She's also there. She, I mean, she, she, he's, he said, I'll leave. No, he said, I'll come up. Which is fucking shitty. Um, he didn't. He didn't even say like, "Come downstairs, or I'm leaving." Like he said, "Come downstairs, or I'm coming up." Which great. Um, yeah. He's also wearing like a cabana shirt. He looks like he's just come <laughs> from Cuba. He, he is. Uh, it's. I wonder if this is supposed to be like a visual cue that Big is fucking losing it because like he's always in a suit and so like they're giving us like a weird kooky Big outfit so that we're like whoa this guy's really like woo. maybe because maybe because Carrie dresses kooky that like he's dressing kooky um which uh-huh. speaking of Carrie dressing kooky she's in like running shorts and then like a little like bohemian white top and then red mules red high heeled uh-huh. like sexy little jane like jane mansfield slippers i don't understand this outfit but i'm kind of with it it's like a ripoff of the the jeans and the red heels that beyonce wore in the crazy love video Ooh. it's a good look but it like i agree like it's weird but it looks good <laughs> it's weird to walk a dog in i mean i guess she was already wearing this outfit before she went outside other than the heels i guess <laughs> but um but she's like i'm just gonna throw on my walking the dog heels today <laughs> and uh yeah so she gets big shit and she's like you think you can have it all you think you can have the wife and the carry and then big's like bullshit i just want you mm-hmm. i don't want my wife i hate my wife i just want carrie uh which is unrelatable <laughs> unrelatable he says oh i'm gonna tell her tonight like it's gonna be over between us and carrie's like uh no yeah she's like the fuck are you talking about well carrie says like married men don't leave their wives which i'm sorry to break it to you honey <laughs> yeah and she's just like, this is stupid. I have a boyfriend who loves me. He's got lots of hair. And then, <laughs> then she's like not paying attention. And like Pete slips out of like the, the leash slips out of her hands. And Pete just starts running away. And Carrie doesn't notice for like, I don't know, like 20 seconds. He's like down the road. He has bolted it. Yeah. Yeah. He he bolts it. He's like, I fucking hate you. I'm running away. <laughs> Pete is us. Like, I can Pete in this episode. Uh, Pete's my top uh, ranking at the oh, end. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, he bolts. And then Carrie is like, fuck Pete. And then she, like, bolts after him in, his, in her heels. She's, like, sprinting in heels. And then Big is running behind her. And he's not even catching up to her, which is wild. And it's like she's wearing, again, I said she's wearing mules. So, like, she she just has, like, the front part of her foot in it like there's no back the heels are clippy clapping she's not even got a strap an ankle strap this is sarah jessica parker deserves an emmy and i think she got one for this for running in heels scene (laughs) running in those fucking heels and wearing heels in like every single fucking episode i'm sorry how does she not break her ankle i would have died yeah she probably did like that that's wild to me like i can maybe like i can i can walk fine in heels but not like this full-on sprint like this is wild to me um yeah i she she runs for a while and then eventually she's just like okay well where is pete and big like catches up to her and is just like let me help i want to help and carrie's like please fuck off and go home and don't talk to your wife or don't tell your wife about this. And uh, so 
I guess we leave Carrie for a while. We go back to Miranda, uh, who's like having phone sex again. And then she's like distracted. Or he's, well, she's distracted because he's like describing what he's doing. But then I don't know. This didn't make sense to me. She's like, that's not where we are yet. What are you like? What are you talking about? So here's what happens. So he gets like an incoming call and he's like, oh, sorry, I have to take this. Like, you know, when she did with Charlotte. Um, right. And then he comes back and he, so he's, when he's talking to Miranda, he's like, oh, you know, we're, we're kissing. I got my hand on your nipple, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes back and he's like, and I'm thrusting, I'm thrusting. And then Miranda's like, oh, we weren't there yet. So he was, had another call from someone else that he was having phone sex with. And they're at the point where he was thrusting. Why? juggle phone sex that sounds so unnecessary like why this is like one nut for the price of two yeah how much cum do you have in your (laughs) balls that like you need to juggle two different phone sex well i feel like if you had i feel like it's the opposite like he has very minimal cum in his balls (laughs) so he wants to get the most sex in with the least nut possible because if he had a lot of cum well first of all we're we're talking about this like as if cum is stored in the balls and not the legs (laughs) so he's the thing is he if he had a lot then what he would be doing is he'd be spreading it out over multiple calls so he could let out multiple nuts true so I, my theory is that he has like the world's tiniest amount of cum possible. So he's like gonna call both of them and do both at the same time. It just seems like a lot of legwork to me, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't I, like if you're having foreign sex with one of them, then the other calls you go. Oh, I re- I'd really love to speak with you, but I'm just I'm super swamped at the moment. Like I'm really busy. I'll call you tomorrow. And then that's uh-huh. fine. Um, I don't really understand why you need to juggle. But then Miranda calls him out and she's like, are you having phone sex with someone else? And he's like, well, I didn't really think we were exclusive. Like, <laughs> this is, it's, I don't know. It's it's a really stupid storyline. It's, it's it's a bizarre way to end it. <laughs> uh, that's like the end of her plot this episode. That's it. Is She had phone sex, but then she was like, you're not exclusive with me. And then that's it. That's it. The whole story. Yeah. They've had phone sex like three times and she, yeah, she got phone cheated on. So, uh, poor Miranda. We cry. And, okay, this is the end of the episode then. Thank God. We get, yeah, thank God, but also I hate the end. It's not as bad as like the last couple, the the last ending was really bad. This ending is like, meh. She's still searching for Pete. It's like hours later and it's pouring rain and dark out and we can like see her nipples through her shirt because her white shirt is completely soaked and she's got a pink bra on and her nipples are poking through her bra and she's smoking again. (laughs) So. And she's wearing like the thinnest shirt as well. I mean, you could already see her bra through it when it was dry. And so she's like, crying and she's like oh i lost p and i cheated on aiden i'm literally the worst girlfriend in the world she's right for once for once yeah so she goes back to her apartment and like aiden's there and he like he's like oh my god carrie i was so worried you know and he like he's like he hugs her and she's like i lost p i'm so sorry and Pete comes out like he's fine <laughs> Pete's Pete's on the floor, just lying there, totally normal. Which like begs the question: What did like Big find him and bring him back? Like, in, like it's I don't understand. Well, Aiden says like, oh, he found his way home. It's fine. Well, but I don't I don't feel like Pete has even been in her place enough for him to know where he is. And like, what? Did he fucking open the door? Pete got to the 
door and he stood on his hind legs and he rang the buzzer for <laughs> Carrie's apartment and he was like, Aiden, bark, 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 bark. Aiden, <laughs> let me in. <laughs> but like, I'm sorry, if my dog came out, if my girlfriend was like, hey, I'm going to go walk the dog and like the dog came back without her, I'd be like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. My other guess is maybe Aiden was like, I'm going to go sit outside on the porch because I don't know where Carrie is. Maybe yeah. she's out there and I'm going to sit out there. And then Pete came back and he was like, hey, buddy. But I like to think that Pete rang the doorbell. <laughs> Pete rang the buzzer. <laughs> Anyone up the stairs? Uh-huh. Pete's the MVP of this episode. I, he's the MVP. <laughs> oh, 100%. In your, uh, in your Sex and City League tables, uh, Pete's going to get a lot of points. Oh, Pete is getting me all the points this week because he got like 10 kills. <laughs> he found his way back home. He had a he had a really emotional reunion. Yeah, yeah. Pete, Pete's in my fantasy league. Uh, but then we get this moment before the end where it's like, oh my God, oh my God, because Aiden's like, I need to ask you something, Carrie. Uh... You know, we both know you don't like taking the dog for a walk, and I can smell something on you. And then there's just, like, a long silence. And Carrie looks, like, very guilty. Carrie's like, Don, look at me. Uh, yeah, she looks like shit as well. Like, the camera's so close up to her. Like, remember she did that, the, you, you know, single, bro- like, fabulous thing, and she looked terrible. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that. She's, like, looking. She's doing the, um the like, Kubrick stare at the camera. It's, it's great cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's amazing. <laughs> and then yeah and Aiden's like did you cheat and there's like these long silences <laughs> and then he's like have you been smoking who okay who says oh have you started smoking again who says that as did you cheat yeah it makes no sense because it's the, it literally is just for drama yeah. to get us to be like oh my god he knows about big but like, no, it, he's just like, I can smell the cigarettes on you. And she's like, yes, I, I did cheat. And then he's just like, are you quitting? And she's just like, yes, I, I really want to. I'm trying. And like her voiceover is just like, it was the truth. I did want to quit and I was cheating. This threw me for a misdirect. Yeah, they hug and like, everything's fine. But like I thought, because I remember like there was an, there's an episode later where like they go to like Aiden's like summer house and Big is there and it's all really awkward. And I'm like, I swear Aiden does find out that like Carrie cheated, but like he forgives her. So I thought she was going to say like, look i slept with him but like it's yeah. over now i love you i just want to be exclusive i want to be boyfriend girlfriend like let's forget about it and he goes okay at some point i don't remember how it happens but he does uh, he, that does happen yeah i mean if he if she had said it then i wouldn't have like that would have been a good nice cliffhanger and like he, i think he probably still would forgive her and it's just like so weird to continue to i mean she's technically not lying but obviously she is yeah and yeah i do think he definitely would in is like he's like the perfect guy for her in every way that we've already said like the hair and everything mm-hmm. but like also he's like the most forgiving guy in the world Aiden where, like i mean deserves to be canonized by the catholic church uh uh-huh. he is he's a saint like he is above reproach like it's kind of i mean in a way it's kind of annoying because he at least in this moment is just like 
perfect. Like, he's so kind. He's so understanding. He's so loving. But, like, seriously, like, that's my whole issue is just I need him to have a fault if you want me to at least find this, like, at all interesting. That's true. I mean, that was Carrie's plot, like, three episodes ago. She was like, Aiden, why don't you have any character faults? Why are you too good of a character that, I mean, that is what she basically said to him. And he was like, sorry, I don't have any character faults. Sorry, I'm perfect. (laughs) Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. So I guess rankings... We got. We can rank these these girls. Um, these women. I'm these women. I'm gonna say. Well, carries the bottom for both of us. Yes. Oh, of course. I'm struggling with everyone a little bit. I'm gonna say Carrie, and then Samantha, and then uh, I guess Charlotte, and then Miranda. Charlotte is lower just because of her waspiness. I can't really cope with any of this, like, rich people bullshit. Yeah, that's valid. I feel like I'm gonna... Okay, so I'm gonna do close to that. I'm gonna do Carrie at the bottom, then Samantha, and then I think I'm gonna do Miranda just because I thought her story was, like, really boring. Like, it was so forgettable that I will never remember that it happened after we record this episode. Um, And then (laughs) I'm gonna put Charlotte at the top because of Women on Top. Like, because of her really cool uh, out-of-nowhere she suddenly learned to master the social politics game and come out and get the money. I thought it was a cool character development to happen in one second. So I'm going to put her at the top. Uh, I do. I do love uh, a scam. So uh-huh. yeah, I, yeah, I'm in, I'm into Charlotte. That is true. I do love, I mean, see if she was like, I don't want to prenup because I'm going to fucking take everything in a divorce. I'm going to be married to him for a year. I'm going to take fucking everything and then bounce. I would be like, oh, that would make her so valid. Stan worthy. Extremely valid. But like, she's not. So, you know, what would be a really good movie if they made Ocean's Four with the four girls and their job was to like scam all of these like exes of theirs like if or if they scammed like big and trey there's nothing a scam for steve but like i don't know they just like <laughs> scammed these men and took took them for like everything they were worth and then just left them for filth like that would be fucking good i would love that 100 percent. yeah i mean Let's write the script. Let's let's work on it. Yeah, that could be a, a Patreon bonus. We could we could write our script for Oceans Four and do a dramatic reading of it. Should we answer questions? We can. We let's answer questions. We got a lot of questions. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I can read them if you want to take a break. That sounds cool. You can read them. I can read. Uh, <laughs> don't know if you guys knew this about me, but I'm so proud of you. Thank you. God, we got another question as we were doing uh-huh. this, so I don't know if we'll have time for all of them. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how long they take. Yeah. Okay, so first question is from Anonymous, who asks, what are your favorite episodes of SATC? I feel like this is hard because a lot of – I feel like I have favorite plots from the show. Like, yeah. I feel like there's ones where I'm like, I love this, but the episode as a whole – like, for example, I loved the episode uh, – what was the recent one that I really like when I think about like classic episodes of the show I think about like funky tasting spunk but then that also has like Carrie cheats and big in it and so like it's I hate it but I also like one of the plots 
So maybe we should do like, what's your favorite plot line from an episode of the show? Yeah, yeah. I think because like, I mean, I do like the LA episodes. Those are, those are like fully just episodes that are good. Those are good. Yeah. But yeah. like most of the time, because everyone has sort of like a disparate plot that is hard to be like, this is an episode that I like. Um, I do like a, I do, I do like the wedding episodes. Whenever there's a wedding, um, I'm down. Mm-hmm. I love me a wedding. I think, yeah, favorite plots, obviously funky tasting spunk. Um, the cardboard cutout of a baby. Yes, that one is, <laughs> that is a top tier for me because that is the most memorable moment from the entire show for me. So, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also like when, uh, when Miranda has her baby. That's fun. That's like a nice one. And, um, there is a, I think the whole, like, the arc of when Samantha gets breast cancer is, like, actually pretty well done. I think that's well done, too. And there's, like, some extremely, extremely good, like, friendship moments with that, with, like, Carrie and Samantha that I like. Um, Mr. Pussy. Those are all up there. Yes, Mr. Pussy is extremely up there (laughs) with his tongue. And um, I think I really like the Virgin Mary statue uh episode or like that plot with Miranda and the maid um I really like the post-it note one the the post-it note breakup that's not till like season six fucking burger not Matt who is our friend but other burger yeah yeah that one is like a who boy uh it's a fun episode uh, what else I think those are really the big ones those are like the main I, oh, oh oh and the, the piss king Piss King, John Slattery. Of course. Yeah, yeah, like that one episode is that's a that's a star episode to me. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Anonymous. Okay, next question is mm-hmm. from friend of the show, PR the Disaster, who asks, Carrie says Samantha became Charlotte this episode, and it got me thinking, what pairs of characters would you like to see Freaky Friday together? Which ones would be absolutely disastrous? Uh, including the supporting cast, like, I don't know, Steve and Miranda's cat, go wild. I'd love to see Miranda and Carrie switch places because Miranda would, like, get a call from Big and be like, never call me again, I'm gonna kill your whole family. (laughs) And then we wouldn't have this plot anymore. Okay, and then Carrie, like, has to solve a a trial and it's, like, legally blonde. (laughs) It is just a scene from legally blonde and she's... (laughs) yeah the fashion and like puns and stuff is how she can solve the case uh i love it yeah Yeah. who else i would like to see i imagine this is me writing my fan fiction uh this is canon by the way that they're you know anthony uh charlotte's gay friend yes uh he and stanford have a freaky friday moment and it's just never addressed it's just like they swap and like that's it it's just like that for the rest of the show no they swap back but like they don't tell the girls Oh, Trump trusting. I call my friend to shop because then we can figure out when it took place. <laughs> that sounds good. Is there anyone else? I think big and then maybe there's like a serial killer. There's probably a serial killer in New York at the time. Oh. I mean, there's always a serial killer in New York. Yeah. So maybe big and the serial killer sort places and then like big got shot and died. And then this is like Charles Manson mm. uh, or some other person is overtaken his body because he went from like not giving a shit about carrie to being her stalker and i have questions i think there's no way we could disprove this no what if big and aiden switched bodies well then carrie's onto a fucking winner do you think carrie would want to have sex which one would she want to have sex with more aiden in big's body or big and aiden's body 
Well, she likes Aiden's hair. We know that. Yeah. Um, and she likes Big's personality. Well, she hates his personality, but well, Big. I, I've I've said this before on Discord, but Big and Carrier kismises. Which is bad. Don't ban me for saying that. <laughs> and uh, so she likes, she hate loves, she hate loves fucks big. So she wants the look of Aiden with the hate fuck of big. So Ugh. that's what I say. I think they would all be disastrous to answer your like second part of the question. I think they're all terrible. I- yeah. yeah. Uh, what if Miranda was inside all of them and then all of their other personalities were erased? <laughs> Except Samantha. That would be a good show. They're just, every- but like, yeah. you kind of need some, like we said with when Lola was on, you kind of need one friend to be the disaster. Yeah, that's true. To just, you know, set the bar real low for you. Yeah, so. I think that-, that was a good question. <laughs> that was a good question. Uh, thank uh-huh. you for sending it in. <laughs> okay, next one. A friend of the show, Kate Princess, aka Summer, and I'm loving this new name. Oh, me too. Yes, can we shout out um Summer's new cat, La, who's amazing? La is a princess and a kitty, so uh-huh. it makes sense. And we love black cats on the show. Yeah, I'm really hoping that like I can get a black cat soon and then we can complete yes! the trifecta. The the triforce. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that so much. Yeah, me too. Okay, so <laughs> Summer asks, uh, a few days ago, I learned that people of all ages are having significantly less sex than ever right now, but no one can put their fingers on why. Theories? Um, I have depression. <laughs> <laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good excuse. We're both on antidepressants. And every, I mean, I think a lot of people are just like, I mean, there's probably more diagnosis of mental illness. So maybe people are on more medication mm-hmm. that just makes their dicks and uh, clitori not as functioning <laughs> as they want it to be. Yeah, that happens. Mood stabilizers be like, you want to have an orgasm? <laughs> Try again. <laughs> be like your mood is stabilized but so is your dick so if you want your dick to be unstable destabilized (laughs) better luck next time (laughs) so i mean i guess like not to be like it's the economy people be on that phone and i feel like you know in the way of 20 years ago if i wanted to find someone then i would probably just go out to a bar for the evening uh and maybe yeah. i would sleep with them because they're in front of me and now it's like okay i need to talk to you for two weeks to make sure you're not a serial killer and then maybe i'll meet mm-hmm. up with you that's true people also got so much more stuff to do these days than they did 20 years ago like people need to work two jobs full time to fucking pay yeah. their rent there's you're too tired to have sex if you don't get a fucking degree from school people make you feel like you're not worth anything even though you're just (laughs) even though that's fake so everyone's like way more people are probably in school which is fucking burns everyone out school plus work like people are tired people are fucking i mean i'm tired all the time Uh i don't have i don't have i mean i do have the hours in the day to have sex but i don't have the wherewithal mentally i hit the bed and i'm like sleepy time bitch like 
24 mm-hmm. hour sleep cycle. If you awake, you're fake. And, uh, <laughs> basically that, <laughs> thanks, wolf puppy. Uh, but I, I don't know. Plus, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if more people are in long distance relationships than before, but that's a thing too. You can't fuck someone who's 400 kilometers away from you. Yeah. It's, it's definitely easier to be in long distance relationships. And I think there's more of like, because of that, there's more of a desire to find, um, maybe an emotional connection over a physical one mm-hmm. I think yeah there's lots like speaking to sort of like my friends and stuff i feel like a lot of us kind of prioritize like mentally and emotionally having a connection with someone over like physically like there are a lot of people who like physically i might find like super hot and like will want to bang and if they're in the same room as me we don't know what's gonna happen but mm-hmm. yeah i feel like a lot of like no i like i want to i want to have a deep connection with someone that's sort of more what i'm seeing and i don't know if that's really like a millennial thing or a 2019 thing it's just probably because of the access we have with internet that that's easier yeah. to do it's easier to find friends and loved ones than it is to meet and talk to people in person sometimes as we all know too well mm-hmm. plus it's 2019 which means pokemon go exists so like if i can choose between like oh i'm gonna go home and have sex or i'm gonna go out and play pokemon go it's like well why don't you pokemon go to the bedroom mm. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm on, I'm on an SSRI. I can't help. I can't help being me. <laughs> I need to catch them all. <laughs> so um, also, there's just a lot of sex toys available. So I can you can jerk off however you wanna. That's true. Uh, thanks, Summer. <laughs> Thank you, Summer. Next question is from another anonymous. Uh, well, it's not. But I'll get to that. <laughs> How I love this. I love this question. I love this question. Uh, how did the girls die in the newest episode of The Game of Thrones? Or did one of them live? From Mogu. Thanks, Mogu. Well, everyone lived pretty much. Cause, so Because they're main characters? All the main characters lived. So, uh, well, we already discussed... Wait, so, okay. So, is Charlotte Marjorie or is she Sansa? Because half of... I think half of Charlotte exploded, like, two seasons ago in a church. <laughs> like, she was... She went to church and then it blew up from, um you know bunny blew up the church uh <laughs> and then uh, the, then the other half of her was you know being the crypt keeper so yeah who can never be sure but i think charlotte lived charlotte lived i think samantha is definitely the Tyrion of the series because she's always like at least a little bit drunk she loves to fuck just exactly. like Tyrion. Exactly. Tyrion famously loves to fuck. Uh-huh. And then uh, Carrie. Carrie fucking sucks, so I don't really care. But Carrie is the main character, so she's 100% alive. Oh, no, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie was the main character. Well, Carrie was, like, fighting off all of the whites. And she she's the one who shoved Big into a spear. And he died. And Carrie was really, really sad about it, which made no sense because Big is like probably a pedophile and a slaver. But um, <laughs> so in universe, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miranda, wait, who's Miranda? Was sat in her chair and she was just like, "I'm going now." Bye. So I think they all lived. I don't think any of them died. Miranda is Arya. I said that at the start of the show. So Miranda just did like all the fucking work, uh, even though she is she, uh, five foot yeah. two. I think she could be Arya and Bran. She killed all those men, even though she's 
a she, tiny <laughs> tiny child yeah and then and then she was like steve even though you're a horrible horrible person you're also a good man and then steve <laughs> ran headfirst into a spear and died <laughs> and it was I really wish. good it was really good i wish steve had his fucking dick cut off like three seasons ago but that didn't happen me too who yelled into the dragon's mouth who <laughs> who did that I don't know. I don't think any of them are really that stupid. I think it was Aiden because that's the person that Carrie is like canonically sleeping with, like supposed, well, that's the person Carrie claims to be in love with. So big is, big is the spear. And and then I think Aiden is the one screaming into the dragon's mouth. And he also lives. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God. Pete is ghost. Oh, this all fits. (gasps) Oh, yes. Okay. This is, this is like, I can't believe this is coming together like this. (laughs) Like we should be, we should write for Game of Thrones. (laughs) I mean, so smart. Listen, we would have written such a, it would have been terrible, but it would be leagues above what actually happened. I mean, you have read the books. I haven't, but like. That's fine. It would be just as successful as the people who currently make the show. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. It's really good. So donate to our Patreon so we can make the show. We can make our own Game of Thrones. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Next question. Do you want to do another question? Uh-huh. I think we can do another question. Sure. This one is also from another one from friend of the show, PR the Disaster. Uh, who has this to say? I love this question too. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Thought experiment. In a SATCAU in London, would Carrie be JKR? Which love all these little uh, acronyms. Mm-hmm. So, do you think Carrie has enough brain cells to do a really bad job world building a universe? <laughs> I <laughs> I don't feel like Carrie is a fiction writer. I listen. I'm speaking in the London AU right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she would like write for the Guardian. She would. I think one of two things. Okay, so she's either like writing for the Guardian, and she's got like a double barreled name, and she's really obnoxious, and she's like, oh, I'm going to write about like rich white people shit. Or, I guess, I mean, these don't really exist anymore, but you know, like, trashy celebrity gossip magazines? Uh Uh-huh. She's one of them. She's definitely, like, she actually, no, she 100% strikes me as, like, tabloid journalist. Like, the horrible British tabloids who, like, just hound the fuck out of people and, like, are horrible. And like sensationalist and like yeah she's 100% working for Piers Morgan especially in the 90s that makes sense she's she is a hundred she's writing for the Daily Mail she's writing for the female with an I and an L like get it wow she's writing for the Daily Mail about Kim Kardashian and then she has like a blog she has a column and she's like here's why I think um something probably turfy you know (laughs) I love it. And I think you're right. And yeah, she definitely wouldn't be a fiction writer. That makes so much sense. What do you think? Okay, what would Steve's translation of his like Brooklyn accent be in if it was a London AU? Straight up Cockney, I suppose. Um, actually, I think, I think I guess they would move to like the, the London version of Brooklyn is Essex, really. 
Because that's like, that's like, or maybe that's like Staten Island. Essex is like kind of a sort of like, it's near London. It's not really London, but it has this like kind of a similar like East End accent to Cockney. And it kind of has a reputation of being like a little bit lower. But then modern Brooklyn is, I guess, just East London. East London's really trendy. Um, it used to be like <laughs> where all the poor people were, and there still are. But now it's like, oh, we have a coffee shop and we're selling mm, 12 pound coffees that are tiny and shit. Oh, just like the gentrification we were talking about before. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah I feel like he would just have like a really like, oi, gov. That's terrible. And I'm from <laughs> London. Um, but yeah. Well, because if I did natural one, it wouldn't even sound that different from my accent. So it's not yeah, very funny. That's fine. <laughs> it's good. It's but, good. Yeah, that would be the translation. <laughs> I think he would He would just work in a pub instead of a bar. Yeah, pretty much. Uh-huh. And I think everyone else would just be more or less the same. Yeah, because like, like Miranda could still be a lawyer. So yeah, she just has to wear a funny wig. <gasps> I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's really good. Mm-hmm. It's an improvement actually. And then yeah, Charlotte can be Charlotte can be like the guardian riot type. She can be from some like old, disgustingly rich British family, like like not quite aristocrats, but extremely middle class. I can see it. That's the other thing of like, I mean, because there was that Cynthia Nixon article where she was talking about like the the class issues and like how fucking like white and rich the show was. And I mean I think, like, even with an actual translation, because of the whole, like, the how different the class issues are in the UK, it would be wildly different. Like, Trey would mm. probably be, like, an actual duke or some shit. Yeah, he def- Like, I could definitely see that. He would have a castle. God. It would be, like, an actual fairy tale <laughs> instead of just, like, the New York fairy tale of marrying a doctor, I guess? I guess that's- that's- that's the New York version of- <laughs> <laughs> of a fairy tale is marrying into a family who where the where you got a doctor and yeah. and an apartment in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm a fucking big apartment, no. That's true. I mean, it's not a castle, but it's still a huge apartment, like right in the center of Manhattan. So yeah. that's pretty nice. I would prefer that than a castle. Castles are cold. They're big. I don't like the idea of being in a place that's really big. Like I got an apartment that's one bedroom, and I already have a hard time keeping it clean. So exactly. Oh, you would have maids. Oh, true. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I would actually, I would actually be really interested in a, like a British Sex and the City. So again, donate to our Patreon and I'll write it. Well, Oceans 4 will take place in London. That's, perfect. I think that's what'll happen. Yeah, perfect. I love it. And then yeah, one of them can be like a legit prince or a duke or some shit. And then you, you scam the entire monarchy out of all their money. I love it. Wow, this is going to be a fucking good movie. We're going to make so much money. It's good. And then redistribute the wealth. Yeah, it's perfect. Perfect. I, I guess, like, should we should we, should we we save the other questions for next week? and Or should we... Nah, let's save them for next week. Let's have a little fun. Let's leave them hanging. Let's leave them hanging. Yeah, we'll save those questions for next week. And yeah. we can... We, why don't we, we can talk some more about the us getting money thing. Seagulls make money. The money, please. If you guys have been following us on social media, then maybe you've noticed, or maybe you're already one of our donors, because we've launched a Patreon, finally. We sure have. So we have a Patreon, and it's, you know, patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo. It's super easy to find. I guess I can, we can we can tell you about what you get if you donate, because we got three tiers. We got we got the $1 tier. So at the $1 tier, you become a certified haymower. 
So <laughs> at that tier, so you get a special role in our Discord. We also launched our Discord. So if you want a link to our Discord, you can join it. It's on our Twitter, it's on our Tumblr, and it's also on our Patreon page. So you can find it. Uh, so if you're a Haymower, you get a special role in our Discord, and it gives you access to pretty much any bonus content we put out. So uh, do you want to tell them about uh, our special mailbag content that will be coming? Yeah. So this is this will be coming uh, by the end of the month. The first one will be the May edition. Lots of alliteration. But it's going to be the mummy mailbag with uh, who else but my mother. And... <laughs> Uh, so, like, listen, it's going to be great. Send us in questions. You can ask for advice. If you need a bit of maternal loving, a bit of, you know, you just need someone to tell you that to do the right thing. Whatever. She's there. She's there to be a surrogate mother. <laughs> just be a cool old lady who's giving advice or telling you weird stuff that maybe she got up to when she was a young woman i don't know whatever you want to ask just ask away and you know if my mother hates me by the end of it then we've achieved something and yeah basically just <laughs> tell us that the questions are for the mailbag when you send them in and uh that way we don't answer them on the regular podcast yeah like fools <laughs> like fucking idiots like the children we are but yeah just make it clear this for them and if you send anything to our gmail then like message us somewhere and just let us know because we don't check it very often <laughs> true you can also like leave comments on the patreon page if you want but otherwise you know we got our tumblr and twitter and we there's any there's discord there's lots of places you can send us stuff so, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. There's also a secret channel in our Discord server where there's oh. exclusive pictures of Looker. So if you're a $1 donor or higher, you get to see those secret pictures of Looker that no one else gets to see. And uh, one of our patrons, Jordan, has already said, this is worth the $1 alone. So I will say, I think me being just a host of the podcast is worth seeing exclusive look of pics he's gorgeous he's a beautiful baby boy and i love him and everyone should love him because he's perfect so uh yep donate and you can see those so that's the one dollar level um the five dollar level is our uh cardboard cutout of a baby tier <laughs> and so okay so if you're a five dollar donor you get everything from the one dollar tier you also get an even specialer role in the discord server uh and we're gonna shut you out on the podcast every week and you can submit stuff for me to read in Steve voice. So if you do that, you can maybe send it to, well, send it to our Tumblr or Twitter or DM me on Discord or something. Just let me know it's for Steve voice. Yes. And uh, maybe we can do like one a week, depending on how many people send them in. Uh-huh. Uh, but that sounds good. So I guess we can shout out all the $5 donors right now. So I got the Patreon open. We got our $5 donor list, our cardboard cutouts of babies. Uh, we've got Jess Ayalachi. We've got uh, Mogu. We've got Summergeist. We've got PR the Disaster and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank you to these five people who are already saying we love you enough to give you $5. Uh, putting that looker right into looker's pocket. And us too, who make the podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. We are eternally grateful. I have, like, we're both kind of shocked by, like, we've had this over for, like, 24 hours. And we're already halfway to our first stretch goal. But I guess before yeah. we... But I guess before we get to that, we should tell them about the uh, the $10 tier. Uh-huh. So there's the $10 tier. If you're $10, you're Mr. Big Spender. You, uh, if you give us $10, then you get all those other rewards. Plus, you get an even specialer Discord roll. Plus, if you want, you can listen to us record the podcast live every week. Uh... 
uncut, just like how we like it. And <laughs> you might get some fun stuff that gets cut from the podcast. Uh, we've we've got some good some good chats, so it's uh, it's it's going to be exciting if you want to listen in. Maybe uh-huh. so. Those are our tiers, and then yeah, like Alex said, we've got a stretch goal. So uh, our stretch goal is for f- if we get to fifty dollars a month. Right now we're at twenty eight dollars a month, and it's been like twenty four hours. So that's pretty cool. Uh, thank you, everyone who's donating. Um, if we get to $50 a month, then we're going to launch our monthly bonus content, which would be our Keanu Reeves podcast. Mm-hmm. Keanu cast, baby. As I was saying oh, yeah. earlier, uh, you'll get to hear all my theories. And I have theories. And I need to talk about them. I need to just talk about Keanu. We need to get into it. We're talking my own private Idaho. We're talking um, that that Shakespeare one he did with Denzel Washington, where he's really hot. <laughs> he's hot in all of them. The Matrix. We're talking the Lake House. We're talking about John Wick and Constantine and fucking Bill and Ted. Point Break. He's been in so much. We we need to. We're gonna bring the Keanu verse to your listening steps. Uh, to your ear steps, and <laughs> uh, and it's gonna be really good. So you know. If we get if we get to that point, look forward to two bonus contents per month because we would have the mailbag and a Keanu. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so thank you to everyone who's donated so far. So yeah, again, if you want to donate, Patreon.com/slash/CityGirlsMakeDo, uh, and our Discord link is on there. It's I'm so excited. There's already like thirty. Wait, how many people are in the Discord now? There's like almost forty people in the Discord. A few of them are bots, but still. Um, yeah, it's good. It's a fun time. So, yeah, we absolutely love all of you and we're really grateful that you support it, whether you donate money or not. We're just happy that you guys are listening and enjoying the show. Yeah, truly. Thank you, everybody. And yeah, I guess, like we were saying, if you want to find us anywhere, then we are See Girls Make Do on Gmail, on Tumblr, on Twitter, and now on Patreon. Hell yeah. And you find me at Age of Oddish on Twitter and on Tumblr at Windfall Island. Also, I almost forgot about this. I guested on possibly my favorite podcast this week, uh, The Island Shuffle, which is our uh, Noise Space Brother podcast. Brother or sister podcast? I don't know. Whatever it is. It is one of our fellow <laughs> Noise Space podcasts. The Island Shuffle is a podcast where uh, there is two hosts, Bean and James, and what they do every week is they watch uh, Lost, but they watch it completely out of order. So they uh, basically use a random number generator to generate a random episode of Lost to watch every single week. Uh, so it's a lot of fun. The show is absolutely ridiculous. I love that podcast. It's really good. Uh, and since it's a random episode podcast, you can pretty much listen to any episode without having listened to any of the earlier episodes. So listen to my episode. It's really good. It'll be out by the time this podcast is out. Um, the one that I was on was for the season two episode. That is the Rose and Bernard episode. So it was actually a good episode of Lost. So I think you should listen to it if you like the show Lost or me. I'm excited. I'm just going to listen to... Like, listen, I think I remember watching like the first series when it came out, and I don't remember anything apart from like there was a polar bear. There was a polar bear. And Daniel Day Kim was in it. And he's yes. gorgeous. So he is. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> and but- I yeah, I'm a slut for Lost. I love Lost. <laughs> so <laughs> it was my dream to guest on the Island Shuffle, which is a very good noise space friend of the show podcast. 
So, uh-huh. yeah, check it out. Check out all our friends on Noise Space. Definitely check out the episode with Stephanie and the Island Shuffle in general. And if you, yeah, if you want to find me, then I'm at Dork Phoenix on Tumblr. Uh, I'm at Dork Phoenix 69 on Twitter. I have been thinking about changing my name though and being going legit, but we'll Ooh. see. We'll see if I decide to do that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> cliffhanger <laughs> uh-huh uh but thank you so much for listening next week we're back with a another guest so it's gonna be fucking awesome just like I big said not, like, punch up the jam and everyone secretly hates when you have guests on i'm sure they don't <laughs> the thing is our friends are really good so and our friends don't make bad jokes so we love our friends and we love our next guest so i'm very excited to have them on mm-hmm. me too um thank you for listening folks and see you next week and mohe every day bye bye